There's three different types of carbon credits, okay? Firstly, each country, let's say in the Western legal world or even the whole world, arising from the Kyoto and Paris agreements, would have you know, certain targets to meet. Okay, So we, I would call those the public sector or the government, um, let's say, focused um, system. Okay, Then you have a second tranche of private companies. Now, you might have large companies like energy companies um, being given a certain amount of emission units or permissions. And that forms what's called a compliance market. And Secondary to that, then, you have companies who are voluntarily trying to reduce their carbon footprint. Okay, So you might, your, your listeners might be familiar with, let's say, at point of sale, I bought um, a ticket to a theatre um, a couple of weeks ago and I was offered to you know, pay an extra two euro to offset your carbon. So that's the voluntary market. And then the third category would be, again, this, this personal, each individual can then sign up to pay extra or let's say um, do do it in their own life try and cycle instead of drive so there's three different systems at the minute um, and what's interesting if you look at the middle tier let's say the private companies um, is maybe the most popular one in the compliance market to a permission to burn a ton of carbon of co2 or to release a ton of co2 in the minute is a hundred euro that's how much it costs Okay, so if you're a company and you're short on your budget, let's say 50,000 tons, you have to spend 50,000 times 100. Okay, and you have to buy them off other, let's say, European uh, companies, Um, which is interesting. But on the voluntary side, if you have Joe Bloggs, let's say, who's, I don't know, based in Tipperary, and he says, okay, I'm going to try and make, let's say, my farm more efficient. And I'm as a result of that, I'm going to save maybe two tons a year. Okay. Now, there are grants certainly available for him to do that, maybe to have a little bit of solar energy or biomethane fuel and so on on his farm. But the ton, the price per ton on that is around eight euro. So it's 10 times less than the compliance markets, which maybe is a discussion, maybe both of them will increase over time. But that generally um, is what it is. The voluntary market is not regulated, the compliance um, markets are regulated effectively. You give farmers there as an example, and they will often say that they're scapegoated when it comes to issues like this. But is that a fair accusation in your mind? Well, just in the context of today, we're, we're at the Gertine um, conference um, on I suppose, sustainability, and it's particularly focused at farmers. I think we're reaching in a, in a moment, a very interesting moment of awareness, I think, in terms of both the governments in Europe are making grants available, and farmers are now starting to really take them up on them. But the difficulty maybe, and my, my background would be a legal background, I'm a barrister by trade, um, you would have maybe a lot of red tape in terms of taking up the grants. And then you might get the grant, you might get the, the let's say, the solar panels um, installed, but then you might find that your smart meter hasn't arrived and it'll be an extra year before you can sell back to the grid. Now, there's the, uh, the accessibility of the grant and the technology, but then there, mightn't be, there might be slightly more complicated next steps okay so i think a lot of the the grant holders while they are you know aware that they have public money they need to have certain necessary red tape attached um to those grants but then i suppose it's almost like you'd need an intermediary layer um of almost like you know sustainability advocates that will meet farmer murphy on his land and sit down and explain to him look these are the grants that you can get this is how long it will take for x y and z to happen 
and these are the steps. Um, I don't think there's that at the minute. So uh, they, they can't be labelled um, as scapegoats at the minute because a lot of the grants are almost inaccessible. Are we doing enough as a country to kind of address the issues that are there? I mean, well, Ireland is in the process of, um, just last Friday, closing submissions on the Climate Action Plan 2024. And if you look at the 2023 Climate Action Plan, which is available um, online, um, you can see there are a lot of projects. Now, these are the high-level early stage projects okay um, but if you look at Ireland's target to reduce its emissions by 40 percent by we will only get a quarter of that so in other words our by 2030 we're only at the minute going to achieve a 10 percent reduction so we are let's say mathematically and categorically behind and for me what I see is is a lack of incentive for small companies which you would say makes up the majority and obviously we can point at big companies but you would say from the long tail of the internet and technologies the way they're rolled out it's actually the accumulation of all the small to medium farmers in the country that will make the difference and i don't see the real incentive there at the minute